in my youth, I really enjoyed playing sports. So to be fair, I was never really great at any of them. I still enjoyed trying them all. And I had a lot of wonderful coaches throughout these experiences as well. There's really something magical about a good coach. Their ability to encourage and teach their team not only to become better at whatever sport they're playing, but better as people, too. I must admit, though, there were times where I became frustrated with the coach. And this would usually be because they would give instruction that was easier said than done. Whether it was wait for your pitch in baseball, don't let him get past you in football or basketball, or get up to the net faster in tennis. All these instructions had the same feeling, but they were easier said than done. Of course, I wanted to do all of these things, and I knew I needed to do them, but they were all still at the same time difficult to do. In our reading this morning, Jesus gives his disciples instruction that's easier said than done. Our reading this morning picks up right where we left off in John's gospel last week. Remember, this is called the farewell discourse, where Jesus spends a good four chapters saying goodbye to his disciples and giving them guidance on how to be his disciples after he's gone. Jesus gives a one-sentence instruction here. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Now, what does he mean by this, by the commandments? They could be referring to the Ten Commandments that that, of course, root their Jewish tradition. Or it could mean all of his teachings to them thus far. To me, it seems more likely that he's talking about the new commandment that he gave them in just the last chapter. After washing their feet, he tells them the new commandment, that they love one another as he has loved them. All of Jesus' teaching... All of, uh, of his teachings so far are summed up with this new commandment. Love one another as Jesus has loved us. How can we show that we love Jesus? By loving one another. Here, Jesus equates love with action. If you're familiar with the Five Love Languages book by Gary Chapman, uh, each person has a primary way or language in which they are able to give and receive love. Here, Jesus reveals that his love language is through acts of service, to use uh, Chapman's term. But to use Jesus' word, own words, it means following his commandments. We often think of love as a feeling, which it certainly is as well, but Jesus reminds his followers that the way to love him is in and through the action of loving one another. It is in loving one another that we follow the commandments. And it is in loving one another that we love Jesus. I was sad to suspend my, my Mr. Rogers class a couple months ago as this pandemic began. And don't worry, we will start it back up when we're able to. But anyways... Our text today reminded me of some words Fred Rogers once shared on love. He says, love isn't a state of perfect caring. It is an active noun like struggle. 
to love someone is to strive to accept that person exactly the way he or she is right here and now, and to go on caring even through times that may bring us pain. Love is active. While it is a feeling, it is also lived out and acted out in ways where we see and accept our neighbors as children of God and do all that we can to care for them. This is what Jesus means by loving one another means loving me. Loving me means loving one another. So what does active love, acted out love mean today in this time we find ourselves in, this strange, uncertain, uh, sometimes scary time we find ourselves in, in the age of COVID-19. Perhaps active love right here and now means doing as much as we can to social distance. Perhaps it means wearing a mask when we go out in public. Perhaps it means seeing these precautions not as limits on our freedom, but as a way of loving and caring for one another, and particularly the most vulnerable in our community. Perhaps it means continuing to worship virtually as a congregation, even when reopening guidelines have loosened restrictions for churches. I know such reflection is what informed our session's decision to continue worshiping virtually for the time being. It is this very understanding of godly love, of our love of Jesus acted out in loving others, that we are called to do as disciples. If we love one another, God loves us. Sounds both very simple and very impossible. Left to our own devices, we struggle to love one another, and we'll certainly fall in this path. Easier said than done, right? But God doesn't leave us alone. Rather, God sends us an advocate, a helper, a spirit, parakletos in Greek, who we know as the Holy Spirit to be with us, to guide, comfort, challenge, and convict us to live out this commandment to love one another. Now, perhaps it's not if we love one another that God loves us, but rather when we love one another, God loves us. When we love one another, we are reminded that God loves us. When we love one another, we are reminded that we are deeply loved by a God who will never abandon us, never leave us alone, never allow us to do anything short of loving one another. Our denomination's brief statement of faith does a great job of explaining this part of the Spirit's work, of helping us love one another and reminding us of God's love for us. It reads, in a broken and fearful world, the Spirit gives us courage to pray without ceasing, to witness among all peoples to Christ as Lord and Savior, to unmask idolatries in church and culture, to hear the voices of people's long silence, and to work with others for justice, freedom, and peace. In this way, the Spirit functions a lot like a good coach. 
comforting us while also challenging us in our task of loving one another as Christ loved us. The Spirit helps us love each other while also reminding us of God's abiding, unchanging love for us. On our own, we'll surely fall short. But with the Spirit, we can both give and receive this kind of godly love to one another. Yes, we'll continue to mess up. This work is still easier said than done. But we also know that the Spirit continues to comfort and convict us in this serious work of love and will never leave us abandoned. Bruce Ray's Chow, a former moderator of uh, the General Assembly of the PCUSA, has a benediction that I think is a fitting charge to us as we go out to live God's command to love one another in such a time as this. Hear this reading, friends. Go forth into the world with compassion and justice in your heart. Give strength to the weak. Give voice to the silent. See one another, hear one another, care for one another, love one another. It's all that easy, and it's all that difficult. Amen.